Back to Big Red Birdies with Lindsey Teal and Megan Whitaker on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Megan Whitaker on Big Red Birdies here at 93.7 The Ticket. As always, we'd like to thank Canopy Street Market and Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul for sponsoring us and allowing us to do this. And we've got a big segment coming up for our third segment. We're going to be diving into some golf talk um, in preparation for tournament. So a lot of a lot of elements there that we're going to be talking about. So if you guys have any questions or want us to talk about anything specific, um, give us a call on Honda of Lincoln Hotline or a text on the text line of Sarder Hammond at 402-464-5685. But for this segment, the second segment here, we're going to coin this the quirky question segment. And this is what we're going to be doing every week from here on out just to kind of get to know us a little bit. And we're just going to be asking each other some weird weird questions and we're going to go with it. So, Megan, our first one today. All right. Our first quirky question. What is your favorite thing to do in the summer that's not at all related to golf? If golf was taken out of it completely, what would you be doing? Um, I would have to say number one thing would be getting ice cream with family or friends. Um, I went even yesterday uh, with one of my friends. We went and tried a new ice cream shop in the old market and gave it a try. And um, I love trying vanilla ice cream from all over i think there's still like probably 50 ice cream shops i need to hit in the states so um i would probably say that's number one for me because you get to hang out with friends you get a great dessert and it cools you off it's like win 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 so that answer does not surprise me at all no (laughs) i could have guessed that you would say that so what is like okay with vanilla ice cream i think i've asked you this before but with vanilla ice cream like what's so different is there really a difference from place to place because i if I go to an ice cream shop, I don't think I've ever once gotten vanilla because I just not for I you. try a different flavor like every I, place I go. You know, I'm one of those people. But what what is so great about the vanilla to you, and is there really a difference between each place you go to with I, vanilla? I think there is. I think it's like the texture and I mean the flavor of vanilla. So I prefer vanilla that's like really vanilla. Like you can taste okay. it. It's not yeah. as bland. Like it's like really sweet. Okay. Um, but I also think like the texture, because I think there's some ice creams that are like almost not cold enough. Like they're like almost mm. like slightly above frozen where it like turns into soup really yeah, quick. Yeah. But then okay. sometimes you find ice cream that's like perfectly, I don't know. It's like the perfect texture, perfect yep. temperature, perfect everything. And you could just eat like a tub of it at a time. So <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. Do you like a soft serve better or like this i think i prefer like hard serve yeah okay is that what it's called hard like the opposite kind hard serve right i don't know scoop i don't know i call it hard serve soft serve yeah we'll go with that what about for you what is your favorite thing to do in the summer not related to golf um i would probably say going to the lake i okay i'm I'm torn between going to the lake or country concerts but like those are a few and far between just because of I don't want to spend the money on them all the time, you know? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so I would say number one is probably going to the lake. Okay. And that's what I do more. Um, my family's really gotten into that the past few years and we got some jet skis and have some family members with boats and stuff. So we, yeah, like I said, I was there this past weekend for a big family reunion on my dad's side, which um, was about, my family has, from my grandma on down, has almost 90 people in it now on my wow. dad's side. So <laughs> it's very, very, it's huge. It's I think we're at 89. Big- 
Um, wow. So I would say there's probably 60 to 70 people there this weekend at the lake for three days. So we all it's stay together. Time. It's yeah. a fun time. Yeah. So I just really love that. I love being in the sun. Um, getting rid of my golf tan lines is there always go. a plus. <laughs> yes. And then, yeah, like I've really enjoyed learning to water ski. And this past weekend I learned how to wakeboard, which a little bit sore coming out of that, but <laughs> for all the wiping out until I kind of got the hang of it. But, um, yeah, I just really enjoy anything around the water. Really. What's your favorite water sport? Um, what even is included in like water sport? Like, I, I don't know like, if you can, would you prefer like jet? I don't know if jet ski counts, don't... Yeah, that's but like, question. what would be your favorite thing to, I guess, do on the I water really like besides to ski. ski? I would say that okay. was my favorite thing that I learned and it took me a while to learn. Um, because like I said, like I'm not there every day. So it's kind of like when you do go back out a few weeks later, a few months later, or even then like from end of the summer to the next summer, you kind of have to like relearn it a little bit until you're good at it. And so it did kind of take me a while to like get the hang of it. And I'm still kind of trying to master like in and out of the wake. (laughs) I'm definitely not good at it yet, but I have really enjoyed like learning it and to the point where you don't feel like you're gonna like fall down and wipe out every time that's always fun so yeah <laughs> I'm at the point now where I can stay up and it's not as painful so I I would say that's probably my favorite right now and just getting to the point like I feel like there's always something more to like learn with it like my cousins who are really good at it they go to like slalom skiing where they like wow. kick one off and then they're just on the one or like you can get into jumps and so I'm I love going with my cousins because they are a lot better at it than me and so they can do a bunch more fun things with it but or you can go like one arm or then you know it's so just, many things there's yeah. so many things that go into it that I just didn't even know about like with your weight and where you shift your weight when you want to like go in and out and it's just it has really surprised me but I would say that's probably my favorite thing to do when I can there so then for the country concerts what what do you have How, I mean yeah. we're going to a few together I yeah. know that um but what what would you say is like number one person you haven't seen yet you want to see in concert um i would say either kenny chesney or cody johnson probably which yeah those are probably kenny chesney a little bit older country cody johnson very new but i yeah those are probably two that i would really like to get to um, I'm sure there's some more that I'm just blanking on right now. Because you have George Strait coming yeah, up soon. Yeah, which that, is, yes. that has been on the top of my list for so, so long. And my mom is the biggest George Strait fan. She said she saw him like three times when she was in college. So wow. <laughs> she, yeah, my family, were huge George Strait fans. So are you all going to that one? No, because my my mom and dad will be with my youngest sister in Pinehurst, actually, okay. for a golf tournament. So I that is a valid excuse Yes. <laughs> to not be going. So I'm going to go with my two older sisters. Okay. So... Yeah, we'll be down in KC for that. Um, then we're going to Alan Jackson, which yes. that is another one I, I really am excited to see. It's We're both, we're kind of on this old country trend, yes. but I like it. Yes. <laughs> I really like it. So yeah, uh, country concerts. I love outdoor concerts, you know, like being in just the summer environment and being outside and I love it. So yeah, I was going to, Brett Eldridge came to Omaha two, okay. three weeks yep. ago and yep. that was amazing. I went with one of my he friends. Good? He was so good. And it was it was outdoors which was even better i think because it's oh, like a yeah. i don't know i think the environment's almost more fun outside yeah. than everyone oh, in I their totally seat agree. inside I totally agree. so yeah. was he good live he was really good okay. he was better than i anticipated actually okay. that's always like the guess when you're going yes like, is that gonna be you know super good live as they are on on the radio but yeah we went to you were at garth brooks last yeah. year too and i was, that at was that phenomenal one. i think that'll 
it's going to be really hard to top that concert from anyone. Yeah. That was, at least for me, like, I left that, like, stunned. Yeah. My roommate and I, I think, stayed up till I don't even know, 4 a.m. Yeah. And we just listened to his songs <laughs> yeah. on repeat after yeah. because it was like... It was so And just good. the whole atmosphere of being in the stadium after COVID. No one had been yeah. in there. I think that was the part that was really cool, too, is, like, we're normally there for Husker football games, or we just see it empty as we're walking to our classes or whatever, yes. but, like, we were there, and seeing... I mean, how many people do you think were there? 100,000? It had to be, I At would least, think. because the entire stadium was packed, but then they also had the entire field as, like... Full. Full, mm-hmm. except for the stage in the middle. So, I... I don't know. There was no extra room. Like, every ticket had to have been taken that night. I would assume, yeah. That was... Yeah, I think that will forever go down. Number one concert. I had... Zach Brown was my favorite concert, but then after that one, I... Okay, yeah. That's the new number one for me. Got it. So, yeah. What about... Okay, so, besides ice cream, what's your next top Um, top activity? I would say country concerts but i really like going to roller coaster parks oh, so you do. yes you do. <laughs> last summer actually after the western we i stayed in um nicole and i went to six flags yeah. which was awesome i would love to go down to kansas city at some point this summer i don't know if there'll be time worlds but just fun. to yeah worlds of fun or i don't know to take a trip to st louis go to that six flags because i mm-hmm. think there's nothing more fun than eight hours of just screaming and laughing <laughs> <laughs> but yeah yeah I I can't say I'm totally with you there. So I went to I like them and when I was younger, I guess I haven't I have not been to like a theme park in a few years. And so when I was younger, I really I liked them and my family would go to them. But I just went a few weeks ago to Worlds of Fun and I threw up after the <laughs> Which one is it? It's the one where you're like standing on a cage. Um, and you're just spinning. And oh, I could see that. Yeah, and I don't know why I decided to go on it because I am not just a huge like lover of just spinning in circles. But <laughs> <laughs> the people I was with, you know, we were just going to all the rides, yeah. and we had already gone on like you know the, the big drops, the the, all the ones, yeah. you know. So we're like, let's just try some of the other ones, and yeah, it did not go so well. And the problem was, it was like early in the day. So then it's like once you have that experience early, in you're the just day, done. You're just done. And because, it gets hot, and it's just. And then yeah. any ride you go on, no matter like if you're fine going onto it, any ride you go on, it just brings up that feeling yeah. again. So that was kind of a bummer, but I did. I do like the ones. I like like straight drops down. Okay. I figured out I don't want to go upside down and I don't want to spin in circles. But if I just that's go fair. straight down, I'm fine and I like it. So that's that's my experience. So that's the roller coaster. You will not be attending Six Flags, most likely. Probably not. No, if there's okay. any spinning, probably not. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I get the spinning. I can do spinning fast. It was actually I don't know ten years ago. I went on the teacups, and that's the one that got okay. me. Uh-huh. And that's like tiny. I mean, that's like for the kids. But I <laughs> remember I was so dizzy out of it. I just ran into the pole because. Which I can handle, you yeah. know, 80 miles an hour spinning, but the but teacups the got me. Okay. I don't okay. know. I don't know why. But... Were you with a bunch of little kids on that one? I feel like that's one for, like, little kids. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I do not even oh, remember funny. it. That's good stuff. Wow. Uh, we do got something from the text line. Let's see here. Uh, someone says, what is your opinion of swing trainers? Mm. Um, do you want to take that one? Yeah. Um. I mean, both of us have we have, one. We have we one. We have one, mm-hmm. and we've had one for a while. Um, I think it's, I think communication is super important, especially at a college level between our college coach and our swing coach, and then those two communicating together, which we're very lucky. We have awesome relationships with that, and mm-hmm. I, yeah. Um, 
but I think they're very helpful. Um, it's a lot of times just someone who knows your swing the best. Yes. And kind of, I think you mentioned this one time, like it's, they can pick out things in your swing that you don't even know are, mm-hmm. are going wrong and you can't even feel until they tell you about it. So, mm-hmm. um, I've really appreciated my swing coach for that and just how available he is. You know, if I'm, mine's in Kansas, um, his name's Josh Cook and he's out of Wichita. So I don't get down there as much, um, especially when we're in season, but he's always, we'll be on FaceTime or I'll send him a video if I'm just like, hey, can you check this out? Am I doing this correctly? Or is this getting back to my old mistake I used to do? Um, so yeah, communication is very, very key with that, especially I think when we're playing at a college level. Um, otherwise it can get a little bit messy, I think, if the communication's not there, but we have been very blessed mm-hmm. to have that super open. So. Yeah, I think as long as you have good communication and that swing coach is willing to work within your swing, because I've seen... Yeah seen a couple swing coaches that they oh why don't you swing like tiger woods but no one's built like tiger woods besides tiger so i think as long as you can find a swing coach that can you know work with things inside your swing your natural tendencies just your natural body and how you turn and how you pivot and like all of those things then i mean i'm thankful i've had a swing coach for so long because he's helped me tremendously i mean i would not be here today if it you know if he hasn't helped me like all the time. I mean, I see him probably four or five times every summer, but those mm-hmm. are four or five days that really They're determine crucial. a lot of things. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it's so good too, just having another set of eyes on your swing because it's hard when you're the one swinging to really like dive into all those little details. Cause you can't see it. You can feel it mm-hmm. and your swing coach, you know, can't feel it for you. So you can feel it, but it's really good just being able to have someone looking at it from the outside for you and just seeing it from different angles that you can't see yourself. So I, am 100% for them I would not be anywhere near where I am without a swing <laughs> yeah. coach I just can't do that on my own so very thankful for that yeah yeah so do you see them like on a pretty regular basis or is it just like once in a blue moon when your shot starts going off um for me I would say on our school breaks it's pretty regular I would try I would say maybe three or four times in the summer and once or twice over winter break um don't usually get down there during season obviously right. just because it's a bit out of the way and then we're in tournament play so mm-hmm. it's not like we're making a ton of changes anyway but yeah yeah I try to go as regular as possible um because I learned if you don't go regularly <sighs> and something gets out of control then you are now way behind and it takes a while because you just build more and more muscle memory and you can start building it the bad habits so if you don't consistently check in or take videos or have someone look at it and that's why we're thankful for our college coach so much is because we don't necessarily have to go to our swing coach for her to notice something and so she can tell us oh you're doing this you're doing this and you know she's on the same page as our swing coaches so it's like okay we didn't have to go take a trip yep and go get a lesson we're back on track Mm -hmm. very helpful yeah so you said you have a trainer as well, right? I do, yeah. And then um, you try to you see them quite a bit. You said mm-hmm. he's um, in Omaha at my okay. home course at Champions. Um, his name's Mike Cornell, and what's nice is he's out there all the time. And so when my brother and I just go practice, he mm-hmm. will watch us. And oh, so yeah. even if it's you know six words, he can be like, "You're inside today." I'm like, yeah. "Oh wow, okay, <laughs> thanks, good to Mike. know." Like that's gonna that's gonna help though. I mean, it's like you know he watched me one time chipping, and he's like, "Your left hip is you know coming down." I'm like, "Oh wow, okay, get that fixed right then and there without even having to set up a lesson, which yeah. is super helpful." That's awesome. So yeah. they just kind of like trying to teach you like the muscle memory, and then from there you're just trying to work that back up. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I would say they at least in my case, it's like breaking down the swing. So it's a lot of like, okay, what's going on in this part of your backswing? And this is what it should be. 
where this is what yours looks like. So we want to try and get to here. And then, you know, they'll usually give us some drills or something like that. And then to build the correct habits. Yep, yeah. Yep. It'll be like some slow motion drill or some little chip drill that really just works in that little movement. And then from there, we take it back and we work those drills and then try and put it in to our full swing. Mm-hmm. So that's at least how it's been for me. I don't know about you, Megan. Yeah, I would say, yeah, very similar. Mm-hmm. Just lots of drills, lots of muscle, like feeling how it's different than before. That's the hardest thing is you would just hit so many balls every week and have so many reps that once you yeah. get a little off, it feels weird to make the change. Like it, it, it never feels great, but it ends up yeah working out for the best. So, yeah. yep. Yeah. Perfect. All right. Well, we'll be back with our third segment here in a bit. Um, again, text in or call in on that hotline, uh, 402-464-5685 with any questions. And we're going to be talking about how to prepare for golf tournaments. So we'll be back in a few. This is Lindsay Teal and Megan Whitaker on Big Red Birdies at 93.7 The Ticket. <laughs> 